Welcome to My Mind Expansion, the podcast where we look ahead to the future, discussing various topics around physical and mental wellness. Our sessions will dig into topics including, but not limited to, breathwork, meditation, consciousness, and opening your mind to a new world of possibilities. Our goal is to help you change direction one vibration at a time. When I first met Tyler Forbes, I was blown away with his energy and his passion for breathwork and cold plunge. I am super thrilled to launch the podcast today with Tyler, the founder of Breathe Degrees in Carlsbad, California. To find out more about this exciting business, please feel free to visit Breathe Degrees on Instagram or breathedegrees.com. Okay, welcome to the podcast. This is Dan Alcott, your host. I have the extreme pleasure today of interviewing Tyler Forbes. Tyler is, uh, well, I'll let you introduce you. You started this uh, very unique concept called Breathe Degrees, which I'm a huge fan of. Can you tell me a little bit about your background, where you're from, and how did you get uh, to the point where you said, I'm going to start this concept in uh, Carlsbad and, and enlighten people with this tremendous practice called breathwork well it's interesting dad well first of all thanks thanks so much for having me on i really appreciate it you've been you know one of our ogs and coming into our uh our breathing studio uh our uh uh our place uh for for a long time and so i just feel honored to be here with you first of all i want to say that you know, um, listen, uh, it's it's funny because if you would have told me 10 years ago that I would have be run, I'd be running a studio uh, that incorporated breathwork, cold exposure, sauna, uh, I would have uh, said you were talking to the wrong guy. And so uh, it's my path uh, in, in actually opening the studio is a super interesting one. My background is, uh, first of all, I'm from Canada, came down to California for obvious reasons, you know. Um, it's a beautiful place, San Diego specifically. Uh, it's definitely home for me now, and uh, I just think it's one of the best places on the planet. Um, but really, uh, my my journey into uh, uh, breath work and uh, cold exposure and heat really uh, started as a personal practice. Uh, I, 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 by nature, I'm a chiropractor. Uh, I'm very science-driven, so my entire practice is science-driven in terms of how I treat patients. I love the body. I love human optimization. I love uh, getting the most out of people, allowing them to be able to, you know, uh, really live life at peak performance at any age. And so that's always been a passion project uh, for me to be able to provide that uh, to, to patients I consider myself a little bit of an outlier from uh, conventional practitioners because I uh, always, as as science-based as I am, I feel like I'm on the forefront of a lot of research because a lot of the stuff that I do is research-based. And then I, and then I oftentimes take it a little further and optimize things that I think are already elevated. And so uh, my initial introduction to breath work was actually not breath work at all. It was running, and um, the fascinating part about running for me, um, I absolutely deplore running. I don't like it at all. <laughs> There's not, no part about running that I actually enjoy um, uh, in, in principle. 
uh, when we talk about activities, uh, you know, I don't consider running to be a passion project. I am passionate about surfing. Surfing is something that I look at if there's a swell coming. I look at it like an activity calendar. I get excited two weeks in advance if there's a swell coming. Uh, running is completely the opposite for me. I look at a pair of running shoes and and uh, I will I will sit there and uh, really uh, you know walk around for an hour before I put the shoes on because I don't want to do it. Um, but as soon as I make that decision and I tie up my laces and commit to this idea that I'm going for a run, uh, I go for the run. And as much as it's a resistance point, by the time I get to, I'm a trail runner. So as, by the time I get to the trail and I start running, uh, the first half mile is, is, is always uh, a challenge. But, but as soon as that half hour is, or first half mile is done, um, there's no other place that I'd rather be. And uh, so my journey through running uh, started off with just recreational running. Then I went into marathons, uh, trail marathons, and then went into ultra marathons where I started running 50 Ks, then 50 miles, and then 100 mile races. And um, the reason why I did so and the reason why I'm so into running is uh, I've always said uh, that it's my meditation. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's a meditative process for me now. My wife is a, is a traditional yogi. She's been meditating uh, in a traditional sort of uh, capacity for, for almost 20 years. And, and, and I would come back and tell her, man, I'm so glad I did that. Um, it's my meditation. And she said, that's not meditation. And I said, well, it's your definition of meditation, <laughs> my definition of meditation. That's my meditation. And uh, the thing that kept me coming back for more and more and doing these really long runs, there's multiple reasons, but um, the biggest thing is I can go into any form of running uh, and, and feeling, you know, I have a very busy practice. I've got three children, uh, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving parts, a lot of problems that I'm trying to solve. And, and, and I, can, I can sit there and pontificate and try to create solutions for all these problems that everyone deals with through the course of their lives and try to come up with answers. But when I'm on my run, I, at some point in time, I never bring a, I never bring a, uh, I don't run with music. I don't, I just run completely au naturel. And at some point in time in every single run that I do, I get to this place where it's almost like divinity comes like a divine intervention. These answers uh, to these questions that I've had, these problems that I'm trying to solve um, the answers just come to me without actually even trying to solve the problem. And I, yeah, I, yeah. I physiologically, I wanted to understand why that was happening. And so that's why I called it this meditation. Um, and, and, and I wanted to understand the real science behind it. And what I, what I, what I gathered or my, my hypothesis was the reason why I was getting this, this clarity and, and these answers were always in my brain. I just couldn't find them through all the other trash that we accumulate was, was really in essence that first of all, I was just running, wasn't doing anything else. And that's why I called it meditation because my mind was nowhere else outside of just this idea of meditating or outside of running. Right. And that, that running was really in essence meditation because my focus was only on the running. And these answers came to me because the, the, the clutter was gone um, and, and, and then I also wanted to understand the physiological process of why it was happening in my brain. And I came up with this concept of, of it was the breathing. 
right? Okay. Because that was, was, was going to be my next question is how does that translate into the breathing? Because, because if you look at every single form of exercise, and by the way, it's not just running. It's every single form of exercise that cycling. you do, really. What it really is, it requires more breathing. And we live in a culture now where we breathe oftentimes because everything is done for us. We breathe to, we breathe to survive most of the time. We don't breathe to thrive. Mm-hmm. And, and the more exercise you do, the more intense you do it, the more breathing that you do. So oxygen, I believe, is this catalyst that, that, that allows you to, um, there's actually a phenomenon, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but there's a phenomenon that actually, a physiological phenomenon that happens, you know, as I started doing my research on this, it's called exercise-induced hypofrontality, which, which really okay. is hypofrontality, you know, we live in our prefrontal cortex. Our prefrontal cortex is this evolved center of our brain that is this, that's the, really, in essence, the hard drive of, of, our, of our brain. It contains copious amounts of information and it holds on to it. it. It doesn't release any of it. And and what this hypofrontality state is, is 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 really when anytime you're involved in any sort of long-standing pattern of rhythmic breathing, we we find through dynamic MRI, we can see the prefrontal cortex starts to there's a dimmer switch on it. It actually goes dark. And now what happens is now um, there's other areas of your brain that actually light up and it's the midbrain, mm-hmm. which is the primitive brain. And that's, that's you. And, and so, so in essence, you're turning off this hard drive and now all of a sudden you've got this other portion of your brain that actually lights up and that's actually who you are. And it contains thoughts as well. So it allows you access to a different portion of your brain and and, and, and really tuning the radio and getting rid of all that minutia that doesn't really mean anything that gets in the way of all the depth, right? The, the, really, the really important information is, is, is buried deep inside your brain. And so um, I understood this process and my idea was, okay, more oxygen, more oxygen to the brain. My brain actually is, is, I'm able to utilize my brain in a different way. So, but it ends up being this hypofrontality thing. Um, the other compartment or other component of the reason why running and the reason why I got into these, this really long distance ultra marathon stuff is that I've never had a run before ever in my life where I went in. Um, most of the time you go in and you feel over, you know, and just life gets in front of you and there's, you, you, you oftentimes feel overwhelmed or you feel feel fatigued, you feel out of sorts. And predictably, every single time I run, I can go in with sensations that I don't like and come out the other side feeling exactly me, a happier, a more joyous, more elevated version of myself, more energy. Ironically enough, I've exuded all this energy, but I have more energy after I run and I feel more connected. And yeah, so... Yeah. So really what I'm, what, what's happening during the process of the running is my brain is releasing all this incredible cascade of all this incredible neurochemistry whether it's the norepinephrine the dopamine the serotonin the dmt uh, the endocannabinoid system the opiate center uh, gaba it's all being released so in essence i recognized that this was this pharmacy that i was able to tap into naturally without the use of alcohol or drugs so i i, I was able to dispense these medications just by uh, just by really in essence uh, going for the run and doing something beautiful in nature that's very organic. Cool. So it's really interesting to me. I mean, we've talked about this. You're not doing any 
SEO per se. You're, you've got this business that's growing organically a lot through just plain word of mouth. Um, I'll, I'll, give you a, I'll give you an example. This is kind of interesting. I went to this uh, retreat in Costa Rica at a place called Rhythmia and uh, did some, that was my first exposure to breath work. And I did breath work, sat down, and this woman's next to me, her name is Sabrina. All of a sudden, I got this beam of white light halfway through the breath work. It just came and hit me right in the chest. And I had this elevated state of emotion um, that happened as a result of that. So I got pretty excited about breath. Um, I go over to Hawaii months later. Uh, my niece, uh, Julia, says, hey, let's go to this place for, for dinner in Lahaina. You know, the guy that owns the restaurant. So we sit down. The guy that owns the restaurant, we get talking about breath work. He says, well, I got a thing in my backyard that I do occasionally. Do you want to go? So we said, yeah, let's go Friday. So Yvonne and I go over. We get in this guy's backyard. We do breath work for a half hour. Then we go into an ice bath in his outdoor tub. And he's got a portable sauna that's really uber hot. And we go in there and we do a few rotations on that. At the end of the conversation, I said, you know, I wish I could find something like this in, in San Diego. He goes, it's funny. I just heard about this place in Carlsbad that you might want to check out. We get back. Yvonne calls, finds Breed Degrees, calls up. We drive over, sign up for the trial week. I go six times in seven days. <laughs> I immediately go straight to the subscription-based uh, plan because I know I'm going to use it a lot. Yeah. Um, that was 15 months ago, and I've been to your facility 150 times since then. Awesome. Um, I love you. <laughs> it, it's, it's a phenomenal part of my uh, practice, and, you know, I feel good when I'm there. There's a great tribe. I love the people that are going there, and I've made some lifelong friends in the process. Um, tell me a little bit just on the business side of things. I mean, what kind of growth have you experienced, and how do you measure it? I mean, in in my world, I, I live in the software space. You measure annual recurring revenue. I don't know if you measure monthly subscription revenue or how you how you map out, but I got to believe this thing's growing like gangbusters. You were on Fox 5 News last week. Yeah. Um, the class I was in last evening had 27 people in it. So yeah. uh, things things are happening with your business. Tell me a little bit about that side of the equation. For sure. Well, listen, we went into this, uh, you know, just getting back to that, you know, this, the incubation of the thought, Rob, I, I was introduced to, uh, I was, I, I, what I, in essence, wanted to do, which was, which was really important is I wanted to get all the, why I found breathwork personally myself is I conjugated this whole breathing thing in terms of how it made me feel when I'm running. Mm -hmm. And, and so I realized it was breathing and running or a lot of exercise is breath, right? right? But how do you do breath work without actually, or how do you breathe like that? Um, like, how can I get the same impact uh, physiologically, neurochemically without actually having to go from a run? So let's say it's 9 p.m. I don't want to go work out. I don't want to, I don't want to go for a run. Um, and so I was, I basically, this was many, many years ago, I found uh, Wim Hof uh, mm -hmm. on, on YouTube and he was doing a, uh, he was doing a, podcast with uh lewis house who is also a uh podcaster right and he uh, this this crazy looking guy wim hoff with this beard looks like jesus uh lewis house is laying on the couch and he's guiding him through these rounds of breath work and then lewis house he's doing breath holds and doing all this stuff and lewis house gets up and 
tells the story of like, oh man, I couldn't believe how long did I hold my breath for? That was amazing. I didn't feel like I needed to breathe. And, and I saw these eagles and I saw these colors and I said, man, I want to try that. And so I, I actually plugged it into my, I uh, plugged my headphones into the computer and just actually listened. I rewound it and, and did the same process. And I, 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 I felt like it was the most, it was the most, probably one of the most impactful uh, moments of my life. And, and, and so now I started to do this on a regular day and daily basis. I went on a cold plunge. I have a hot tub mm-hmm. and started doing the cycle. And then I went up to, I went up and took a bunch of my uh, friends to uh, Wim Hof up in Los Angeles and, uh, and they're a square, they're corporate American people. They don't, they're not into this stuff. I said, trust me, you're going to love this. It's an amazing practice. Uh, they did trust me. So very skeptically, I told them if they didn't like it, I'll take them to Nobu up in uh, Malibu. Uh, I promised them that dinner. So they followed me up there and it was, we all had this very, very, very profound experience. He played dark side of the moon uh, while we we're doing the breath work. And that mm-hmm. was like next level for me. I thought, oh my gosh, breath work with cool music. Pretty awesome. That, that um, album is 50 years old as of yesterday, by the way. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. One of the best albums of all time, by the way. I swear <laughs> to God, that is, yes. that's, that's untouchable. And so, so, um, so we went through this whole process, uh, uh, the breathing, the ice bath, uh, and, and there was this collection of uh, a bunch of people, and this was very early on in the whole Wim Hof thing, uh, and, and we all drove away. Uh, clearly, I didn't have to actually um, uh, buy my friend's Nobu, so I saved $2,000, um, and as we were driving back, the, the only thing we could talk about is what we had just gone through and what we like, how we could make this a regular practice, right? And we came to this realization that there were no brick and mortar places where you could do this on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to wait for Wim Hof to come back and actually do it every six months and go him doing his world tour. So, so that became in essence, the brainchild of, 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 of what you now know to be breed degrees. This is opportunity of being able to do breath work um, together as a group to really cool music, to, really really uh just i I think uh, an elegant process of being led through it by really really cool instructors with really epic tunes um make it a super experiential practice and 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 then be able to transition from the breath work into the cold um and then into the hot and really the foundational principles of every single component are are so um, are, are so entrenched by really deep research in terms of what it does for you, not just uh, from a body standpoint in terms of the health, um, but uh, of, of just your body physiologically, but also what it does neurochemically to you. So everything has a rhyme, reason, and purpose on why you would do it on a regular basis um, to allow you to elevate yourself mentally and physically. And so, um, you know, we started breathe degrees with the mission of this being a brand something that we can place in multiple studios in multiple cities around the country because we really our mission is 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 a very clear one we want to change the world one breath at a time one cold plunge at a time and allow people to recognize and understand that there's so much more than they think and that we have access to all these incredible inner tools that none of us have been told that we actually have and we have the ability to tap in and really and really be the super superhumans that we actually were all designed to be 
modern technology uh, and I think our traditional medicine really has has handcuffed us a little bit and, and really not allowed us to be able to really access all of these amazing uh, all these amazing instruments that we have in our bodies to be able to make us healthier, happier, and stronger. Tyler, and Tyler, let me let me dovetail in on that just for a second, if I could. So when you talk about the health benefits of breath and plunge and sauna, my wife has had back problems for a decade, right? She, gets, she plunges regularly in the cold plunge. She gets relief with her back, and, and she's not getting shots. She's not getting surgery or other things. I have a friend that has fibromyalgia. He comes up on the weekends. He gets relief from the cold plunge, okay? Um, we haven't even talked yet about Christine. I mean, her, she's got COPD, and, and her doctors are absolutely blown away with not only the fact she's, she's not have, having any decline in terms of her condition, but she's improving. Um, and, and I can give you half a dozen more examples of people I've talked to there that are experiencing life-changing health benefits yes. from your practice. I mean, how does it feel to run a business where your people, your, your customers are that excited about the product? Uh, well, listen, the mission, the mission again was very, very simple, right? It's, it's, if we continue to follow conventional medicine, we're going to keep going down the road that we're going down. And that road is the easier road. It's the easier path with, with complications that are far reaching. Uh, our objective was to use all of these modalities, whether it's the breath work, the cold, the sauna, reformat them, really sort of retrain people that really these all of these practices are, are, are in the realm of what we call hormetic stress, hormesis, eustress, stress that's good for you. It's stressing your body. It's pushing your body. And it allows your body really, in essence, scientifically to expand and grow because we're using them. And, and so how does it feel? It feels wonderful to be able to, uh, you know, I've got, you know, Charlie Bass, as you know, he's got Parkinson's, right? The, 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 he now... I uh, just recently got a scan and his doctors are baffled because they did a, a brain study on him and they said, you're not showing any signs. Dude, of, he, of doesn't, he doesn't have the markers. Anymore. He doesn't have the markers anymore. And so anecdotal, I'm not going to say this is a cure for Parkinson's. I, you know, this is this, but it allows further investigation. I think what we want to do is, is really use these incredibly human natural sort of uh, tools that we all have to be able to use our bodies, okay, efficiently and, and, and push into these extremes that, that oftentimes are sometimes a little uncomfortable. It's not the easy road. It's the, it's the challenging road. But when you do, you get more out of your body and your body operates the way that it should. You're, it's, it's, it's a reset for your body and it wakes your body up. So it increases. We know the science of it. It increases your immune system. Um, it obviously reduces things like anxiety. Um, it allows you, the cold water is a breathing practice, as you know, right? It allows you to regulate your nervous system and calm it down under really intensive situations. So you can imagine the implications of if you can find total calmness and stillness just by using your breath to actually calm and regulate your nervous system under really intensive situations, what are you going to be able to do when you get into the outside world? 
whether it's interactions that you have with people, whether it's perceptions of, of, you know, uh, of, of, of your world in terms of how you feel each and every single day, we're, we're constantly being bombarded by sensory overload. And so how do we regulate ourselves? And so what this does is all these practices give you the opportunity of being able to um, teach you and give you the tools that you can incorporate in your regular life all the while making it incredibly fun and just a really cool place to be because you're around a lot of elevated people looking to be better, happier, and stronger together. So it's a super integrated, re really amazing community that we're... we're well, yeah, and, and, and I can tell you from 150 visits to, to the studio, uh, there's a lot of like-minded people there. I have amazing conversations with people in the, in the sauna, in the hot tub, etc. you know, after cold plunge. Uh, I'll give you an example. Yvonne's in the sauna one day. She's talking with a friend. Friend says, how's your house going in Costa Rica? They're building a home in Costa Rica. And uh, this woman sitting next to her says, did you say Costa Rica? Yvonne says, yeah. She goes, oh, I have a place down there. We got there, got in about 10 years ago. Yvonne says, well, where is it? He goes, oh, it's a little place called Playa Grande. You probably never heard of it. <laughs> Yvonne's eyes get really big. She goes, I'm building a home in Playa Grande right now um and that turned into a network we met people who met her family um down in, in playa grande we have a network now of people that we can work with uh, on the home and all the other things so it, it's it's fantastic i mean i really love the the network and the people and 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 your instructors i can't i can't say enough about them they're incredible so that's that's a, a huge benefit. Um, let me ask you one other question. So I, I have been doing a lot of work over the last couple of years to try to open up my central channel and get my chakras working, et cetera. And, and I see colors almost every time now when I go to breath work. Um, just this last week, I was in a session with Wendy, with your wife, um, and I had this multicolor experience bright white with a purple circle inside of it and a little orange ball with sacred geometry inside of that um i had one experience where i almost was floating up towards the ceiling looking down on the mats i mean my mind is is so happy when i get through with these these sessions um we took we took a group there um, a week ago on friday night for the 7 p.m class with kirby who's a new instructor with your you guys um and one of the guys there had never done breath before, had a past life experience. Sure. I mean, do you hear about things like this and what people experience in the, in the studio? Because it blows my mind. And other people, it blows their mind, too. Okay. One of our, one of our missions, obviously, uh, is, is this reformatting and really rebranding this concept, again, of meditation, right? Going deep within yourself, um, you know, you know, there's plant-based plant-based medicines are certainly on the rise. People are using them therapeutically to have, we'll say, uh, quasi out-of-body experiences to go deep within yourself to, uh, you know, again, deprive yourself of all these things of what you think you actually physically are and mm -hmm. all these stories that you've right. told yourself and all these things. When you're doing breath work, it operates at a, a, a very, in very similar principles. It's obviously just not the, you're just using oxygen and lack thereof to be able to take yourself into these, we'll call them sort of 
uh, you know, I like to call it a hypofrontality, uh, but, but really you can say altered states of consciousness. Um, uh, these practices are ancient practices. We're just we're, we're taking the spirituality out of them because we realize that everyone's got their own viewpoints and spiritualities, and we never want to in, intersect with that, right? Um, we want to be an all-inclusive uh, uh, sort of studio that allows their breath to take them wherever they want to go. And so now what we understand through oxygen, and if you're taking in a lot of oxygen, you're lighting up certain centers of your brain. So you talk about the colors and the visuals that you get. Um, the, the, those are easy to explain uh, for me. Um, in in Aravudia, we call it a third eye. Yeah, right. So pineal glands. Pineal gland. Right. So what you're doing is you're, you're accessing a, a, one of the central portions of your brain, which is this pineal gland, that, that, that when you light that pineal gland up, and it is lit up, you light it up through breathing. And as you know, uh, breathing practices are, are very profound in the Indian culture, right? Mm -hmm. And so what you're doing is you're providing oxygen to that little gland. And as you provide oxygen to that little gland, um, you you exude colors. So people get these visuals of all these spectrums of colors. So you're lighting up your pineal gland. Mm -hmm. um, and that explains really, in essence, what's happening at a level of physiology. Um, ironically enough, most people don't see that because most people don't breathe. And because they don't breathe, the, the pineal gland actually starts to atrophy, become restrictive and almost calcifies in a lot of people. So really what you're doing is you're providing it this oxygen that allows it to open up and be able to do its thing in terms of the visuals or in terms of, you know, going and having, you know, I had someone that, you know, people have profound uh, experiences within the breath work. There's oftentimes in a very a big emotional release for a lot of people, because what they're doing is they're connecting to themselves because the breath allows you it again to eradicate and get rid of, all of these external thoughts of what you thought you were and bring you back to actually who you are. Right. And, and that, that's a very, you know, that's oftentimes a very emotional sort of moment for people because it strips you down and actually brings you back to who you are. And those tears and the, and the emotions that people feel are, are not, are not, are not ones of sadness. They're not ones of fear. They're ones of this actualization of, really how wonderful it feels to actually feel who you actually are. And it brings you back to who you are. Right. And then it brings right. you back to past experiences that maybe you lost and because your brain was filled with all the minutia of all the daily details that we're, we're, we're caught up in. Yeah. It's it. I can't even do it justice trying to describe it. It's uh, amazing. I feel great. Um, when I leave the studio, I feel energized. I mean, I got the dopamine levels obviously inflated, and that's a sure. multi-hour effect. Um, you know, it's it's phenomenal. Um, what's next uh, with Breathe Degrees? Is there growth on the horizon? Are you looking at uh, new locations or? Yeah, there's there's no question. Listen, our our practice. What we want to do is 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 take. All of these practices that we do, whether it's the breath work, whether it's the cold, whether it's the hot, and really um, add them into uh, a studio where you can come each and every single day. And, and again, keep in mind, please, all of these practices are backed by really deep, deep research and science. 
So, so, so really the crux and the pillars and the foundation of this practice is, is really based on science in terms of what it does for you, again, anatomically, physiologically, neurochemically. And, and we really want, we, we feel it's our mission, it's, it's our drive to be able to create a space and a place where people can come on a regular basis and tap into all of these incredible practices um, that, that are, that are going to, again, really allow them to dive into this really deep place of meditation, be able to expand their total lung capacity, which is going to really, total lung capacity is the ultimate predictor of longevity. It's the Framingham study, one of the mm-hmm. largest studies in the history of the United States. Um, uh, we now know that it's the ultimate predictor of longevity. So it's like HIIT training and yoga for your respiratory system. So it allows you to function physically better, um, you know, in any athletic stuff that you actually do or any physical endeavors that you're, that you're, that you're undergoing. Um, but also learn how to actually breathe under really intensive situations and then get all the benefits of the cold, whether it's resilience training, whether it's this calming your nervous system under really intensive situations, understanding that you are the leader of your body, your brain, you are the leader of your perception. You have this capacity to be able to be in control of everything and then use heat as, as another form, another metric of stress that, uh, that, that really has this profound impact on longevity. If I went through the science of the saunas, um, if, if I could tell you the benefits of it, I can tell you if you could put all the benefits of regular sauna use in pill form, it would be a trillion dollar pill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Wow. A lot of information. I mean, thank you for sharing this. So, um, Tyler, I know you've done some different events. Um, I went to the one you did at Moonlight Beach last year. You had an outdoor at Swami's. I went to, I think, one or two of those. Um, they're, they're, they're phenomenal, um, you know, because it's just a, it's a different it's a different group. Um, people are walking by. Hey, what's this all about? And yeah. laying down and joining in. And yeah. it, is, it was pretty amazing. Is there is there more of that planned as you oh, progress? Yeah, listen, listen, we, we do community outreach stuff because, again, our, our drive and our mission is is really to uh, to to bring breath work uh, to the world. Uh, again, take away some of the stigmas that, that might um, not be in line with uh, certain populations of people, certain value systems. And so we really want to uh, demystify a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of people are going in a lot of different directions. And we feel like we want to be a brand that, that really uh, is all-inclusive and, and really everyone can identify with and uh, it, 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 hits, it hits people where they want to be hit. Mm-hmm. And so the beautiful thing about breath work um, is, is it's your own individual, unique experience. I mean, the instructors that we have, as you know, are really terrific. They're, they're top-notch. Yeah, yeah. And so we've systematized it where, where it's very predictable uh, in, terms of, in terms of cadence and, and rhythm and, and obviously with the incorporation of this really, really experiential music in the background. It takes you into this really, really deep place where the only thing yeah, you're doing is the, breathing. The, the playlists are incredible. Um, you know, and I, I don't, I don't downplay the social aspect of the uh, environment there as well. There's a lot of like-minded people in there. I thoroughly enjoy some of the conversations I get into. Um, 
really interesting. At one point, um, I, I went down to see my friend Sierra play, Sierra Marin play at uh, Maya Moon down in San Diego. And while I was sitting there, this woman walked up to me and she goes, hey, you're that guy from Breathe Degrees. <laughs> it just cracked me up. But uh, well, it's like it's like, listen, we've created this. We've created the studio. As you know, it's uh, it's like a fight club. It's like a speakeasy. We don't do any marketing. Uh, you know, you you everyone that comes in, you inclusive. Uh, everyone's telling their friends that are telling their friends that are telling their friends. And so. Uh, instead of punching, we're breathing and freezing, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's created this uh, really cool culture where, at the end of the day, uh, you've got the CEO uh, and the uh, the plumber, and uh, everyone has the opportunity of coming in and just being them and going through their experiencing and then sharing their experiences and conversations about you know all these you know echo chambers that we live in. Mm -hmm. We really make it a mission to drop your ego, just come in, be you, do you. And uh, uh, you know, elevate, have fun, and and really enjoy people, and and connect with people at a at a deeper level than 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 what you do and where you live and how much you make. Right, that's a big mission for us. Bingo, Tyler. I can't thank you enough for joining the podcast. Um, I look forward to uh, squeezing in as many more classes as I can before I migrate to Costa Rica. No, no. Uh, but. Uh, Thank you, and, and, and I love what you're doing with this concept, and I wish you all the best going forward. I've told everybody I know about my experience at Breed Degrees. Hopefully, I've spawned a couple of uh, customers along the way for you. But, well, uh, I don't consider them customers. I, I can tell you uh, uh, they're bigger than customers. I yeah. can tell you that this is this is one of those things. We uh, It's a field of dreams. We had a cornfield. We cut it down. Uh, we cut the cornfield down. We planted grass, and uh, uh, we were hoping the ball players would come out and actually play. And so uh, they we have. can't, we they can't, have. we can't, yeah. we can't appreciate you guys are creating your own community, and that's the most beautiful thing. We're just conduits for that. So, uh, so much mad respect and props for you guys spreading the good word about our little breathing studio. They could, and we're just hoping to bring it to uh, the rest of the world. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on.